With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Mommy, I hear the baby crying. Help me, are the words she's implying? Where have I been while my world has been dying? Lord, teach me how to pray. None my
All right, well, welcome back to another edition of Prayer International Radio. Just broadcasting out of Garland, Texas tonight. If you need to call in, the call in number is 619-638-8458. For a little while, we'll get into the Word and get into some prayer and hear. Eventually, we'll take some live callers if they're on there. Uh, But for now, you can listen in, 619-638-8458. Go to the website if you want to www.prayerinternational.org and if you found us on blogtalkradio.com feel free to check out the chat room Uh, a few people in and out of there alright well let's go to the Lord in prayer Father we just give you praise Lord we thank you Lord you told us to hallow your name to sanctify your name to set it apart, to make it holy. And Father, tonight, Lord, we set you apart. Lord, we lift you up. Declare that you are high above every other name that is named. And Father, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your graciousness. Lord, your mercy and your unfailing love in our lives. Father, tonight we pray, Father, for the harvest. Lord, you said you wanted to send laborers into the harvest. Send them out to the north, south, east, and west. So we pray, Lord God, take men and women and thrust them in to the fields. Thrust them out to the highways and the byways. Lord, we pray you would send laborers. Begin to put it in the hearts of men and women to go into all the world teaching, preaching the kingdom, the gospel, salvation, healing, deliverance, freedom in Christ. Lord, we just give you praise. We thank you for your goodness. Father, we pray, Lord God, your salvation would go out to every man, woman, child. You're healing tonight, Father, for those that are sick in their bodies. Lord, we declare, Lord, you are the healer. There's not a magic formula or some special potion or some incantation that can be said. Lord, when your spirit and your presence breathes and touches flesh, Lord, when you begin to recreate, Father, when you, Lord, take that which is broken and actually make it whole. Father, we thank you, Lord, for your healing. We thank you for your goodness. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, if you're just tuning in, welcome back to another edition of Prayer International Radio. You know, we're just taking some time. Uh, we opened up tonight with some Jason Upton. Lord, teach us how to pray. That's kind of our theme song for the year, or at least for the beginning of the year but that we really would learn the essence of Christ. You know, Jesus said, I, I do what I see my Father doing. I I speak and I say what I hear my Father speaking, and and I pray what the Father tells me to pray. There was a communication and a bond and a oneness that Christ had with his heavenly Father. 
And as I've mentioned before last week, when he prayed, he said, go into the closet, shut your door and pray like this. He says, our Father, our Father. It was an inclusive prayer. An invitation to Christ, an invitation from Christ to come to the Father, just like he comes to the Father. To be able to say, my Father, our Father. You know, God says, he's an ever-present help in time of need. And throughout my lifetime, I've, I've walked with the Lord now, uh, knowingly walked with the Lord since I was about 16 years old. I, don't know, I just turned 40 this year. And you know, my walk wasn't exactly, I guess you could say, uh, textbook religion. I didn't do everything right. I didn't you know, say amen. Every time I was supposed to say amen, I didn't make it to church every Sunday. There were things in my life that were out of order and things in my life that through many seasons, things just didn't add up. Things didn't work out. Things just didn't seem as if it would ever be right. And although I I had an encounter with God when I was 16 years old, and begin a relationship, my walk was that of some days obedient, some days I would get up and pray and actually go out and do what I believe the Lord would tell me to do. And there would be reward. There'd be amazing blessings and just a peace and an overwhelming satisfaction of being in His presence and pleasing the Father and experiencing the things that came with that and it was an amazing just season and many seasons multiple seasons and years then there were other seasons when I just did what I wanted to do I didn't necessarily check in with the father or do things that met his approval and things in my life began to get out of order and I found myself not experiencing that same presence, that same peace, that same fulfillment. And you know, as I began to put a finger on, hey, why during these certain seasons of my life am I not experiencing the blessings and the goodness, the peace that come in the presence of the Lord? And the only thing I could come up with is that there were times where I would commune and and communicate with the Father, communicate with God in prayer, experience and encounter His presence, and go out and do what I guess we would call good works or deeds or things that I believed He wanted me to do. And there's times in my life now when I see these little stamps of approval that God gives me along the way as I walk things out. And I try to walk things out in faith, not always 
doing everything right, not always being as confident or as bold as I should be in every situation, but, you know, as I approach the Lord, as I take on things, that, that my challenges or whatever I face for the day, I see God's hand, you know, not only in my own life, but in my wife's life, you know, even in our family and our household. You know, we see different things in our lives that sort of have, you know, that, that backing or that stand for that approval of God on it. And it's those times that bring the peace. It's those times that bring the refreshing. Those times that bring the reward. You know, there are benefits to being a child of God. But it's not that we do things for the benefits. It's not that we do this or do that to get the hand of God. Because believe me, that you can have a lot of stuff you can have a lot of money, you can have a lot of whatever. But if there's no peace, if there's no presence, if there's no God's approval, it really doesn't matter. And so Jesus, he taught us to pray, not for the sake of having something poetic to say or something real keen to come up with, to tug the hearts of people or make them think that we've got some special formula or some special trick. But no, just just to communicate, just to talk to God. He says, don't get wordy, don't get poetic in your speech. Don't try to be too showy. Although most of the time in our churches, even in the prayer meetings, even in the places of public worship, we find this element of entertainment or this element of approval or this element of showmanship instead of just that element of genuineness. Like Jesus said, hey, go into your closet. Go when no one else is looking around, when no one else sees. That's when you're tested. That's when you're Proving yourself as a child of God. It's not when everybody's watching you be an actor. It's not when everybody's listening or looking for all the right words. But it's when you're alone. It's when no one's watching you. It's when you're by yourself. It's when you're searching the the places of your heart to see if Are your ways and God's ways really alike? Are you really letting God conform you into his image and allowing his thoughts and your thoughts to be one so that when you speak, the words that you speak are actually your father's words? Or when you pray, it's actually your father's compassion and love and spirit pouring out of you and not just a show or when you do something it's not 
to have a pat on the back and be seen of men. But it's to meet your father's approval in heaven. And so we're talking about prayer. And we can give you a formula. I mean, I can come up with something real good before the end of the night's over. If you want a few points and a poem, I'll give it to you. Give me a moment. But if you really want to get to the core of of what the Lord wants, it's not about can we have a show and tell everybody about prayer and but is it are we gonna pray? Are you gonna pray when no one sees you or hears you pray? Are you gonna have a lifestyle of prayer? A lifestyle of being connected with the Spirit of God, a lifestyle of being connected with the Word of God, and not for the sake of being able to memorize or quote or play act about a Bible verse here and there, but is it real in your life? Are the promises of God really working in your life? Are you allowing them to come into your life? And are you trying to work them in your life? Are you doing what they say? It's as simple as that. Most people want to go to counseling and go to this meeting or that meeting and try to get everybody else to fix them or sit around and cry about this or that and talk about how horrible their life is and how they had some unfair deal handed to them and maybe they didn't get enough breast milk as a baby and grew up kind of dysfunctional or whatever the case is. You know, Jesus calls us to himself. He says, hey, live your life as a sacrifice. Lay your life down for your friends and your neighbors and your family and your God. Namely, your God. But lay your life down. He says, lose your life and then you'll find it. Forget about yourself for a minute. Start thinking about God. Thinking about God. Lord, your will be done. Lord, your king, not my will, not my plan. What do you got figured out? And has it worked this far? And even if it has, how much longer do you have? So, one card, do you ever play that game Jenga you know Jenga where you got the wood blocks and you stack the wood blocks up and then you start pulling blocks and the goal is is to keep stacking it pull blocks stacking it and not knock the thing down but eventually you know someone pulls a block just jerks something just the wrong way just a little bit and the whole thing comes crashing down. And you know, the funny thing about trying to live your life in God's world without God 
if you just pull him just a little bit, he'll jerk your chain and bring everything come crashing down. Just like the Jenga game, but a little different. Or kind of more like the Twin Towers or who knows what. I don't know what to compare it to. But uh, it's, it's not fun in games, and sometimes you don't get to start over. And sometimes you do. Because God is a merciful, gracious God to those that that love him, those that fear him, and those that, that reach for him. And so it's about humility. You you want a lesson in prayer? Number one, and I'm just coming up with this off the top of my head. I'm sure somebody likes to be able to put a point on it. Number one point, if you're taking notes, Humility. Do you want to have the the key to a overcoming lifestyle? Do you want to know how to have favor with God? Humble yourself. Pop your bug bubble. Pop your ego. Deflate and let all the hot air out. And realize that. Most people are just clouds without rain. And they're clanging cymbals, just making a lot of noise. Barking dogs, but there's no there's no fight, there's no attack, there's no And you know there's some go getters, there's some people that, that are doers, there's some people that But God's calling us to be doers of his word. To really press in. To lay down our lives. And you got to ask yourself. Do you want God? Do you want his ways? Do you want his plan? Do you want his results? Because in a failed, fallen, forsaken humanity, guess what? There's a lot of things that aren't working. As hard as people try, there's many programs and things and whatever people have come up with to try to make things work. Not everything is working. That's why we need to turn to the Lord for his wisdom. We need to turn to the Lord for his power. We need to turn to the Lord for his goodness and for his voice and for his counsel, for him to lead us and, and tell us, hey, this is the way, this is the way to do it. This is the solution to your problem. The Bible says there's a way that seems right to a man at the end of its death, but it's the counsel of the Lord, the plans of the Lord. This you know, you could be like the, the disciples toiling and fishing all night. And these were seasoned fishermen that knew how to fish. They fished all night and they caught nothing. They did everything they needed to do and nothing worked. Nothing worked. And they did everything they knew to do. What happens when you do everything you know to do and it's not working? Then what do you do? Huh? What do you do? Pray more. Number two. 
pray more. Taking notes. Pray more. What does that mean? What does it mean to pray more? It means to start connecting with God more. Start reaching out to God more. Start getting in His presence. Start looking to His Word for His wisdom. Start doing things His way so that you get His results. Because whatever you're doing, if it's not working, guess what? Time to do something different. God says, old things are passed away. All things have become new. I want to do a new thing. I want to do a new thing. You want the new thing that God has for you? You're going to have to humble yourself, number one, and reach for God. You're going to have to pray more. Number two, pray more. Connect with God more. Number three, for the sake of time, you know what you're going to have to do? Read the Word of God more. Get into the Bible more. And I don't mean just to systematically do some little deal every day, which if that's what you do and that's what brings His presence and if that's what brings direction in your life, do it. Do whatever do whatever works. Whatever your pattern with God is, whatever your flow with the Lord is, do that. And if that's not working then 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 do more. Then press in harder. Press in deeper. Ask him more. Pray more. Give more. Go go serve more. Go witness more. And for some of you you may have to just go work more. You have to go work harder. You have to go find something else to do to, to as a source of income and trust the Lord with the lack. But ask the Lord to give you an opportunity. You know, sometimes we end up in crisis and we forget to look for the opportunity. Sometimes we end up in a crisis and we forget to, to look for the opportunity that God is trying to bring out of our crisis. So, you know, you just got to start looking. You got to start reaching. You know why you're not getting your breakthrough? And there's one thing you're going to learn about me. One, I'm very repetitious in in what I say. Why? Because I believe that eventually if you hear it enough, it'll stick. Eventually, if you hear it enough, you'll get so sick of it, you might actually do it. Or you may be in the midst of your crisis, and all of a sudden you're going to think of Chris saying this or saying that over and over and over. It's going to stick. I pray it sticks in your head when you need it the most. You need to reach. You need to pray. You need to follow the Word of God. Study the Word of God. Number four, obey. Do the Word of God. Do what it says. Obey it. Listen to it. Begin to walk it out. Doesn't mean you're going to do everything right now. And if you did, you wouldn't need Jesus to die on the cross for you. 
Does that give you an excuse to do everything wrong? No. It doesn't. God forbid. Read Romans 6. Read Romans 7. Read Romans 6 through 8, actually. That's your homework assignment for this week. Everybody meditate on Romans 6, Romans 7, Romans 8, and then we're going to talk about it next Monday. Next Monday, we're going to talk about Romans 6, 7, and 8. Does that sound good? All right, so let's shift gears. All right, so if you're tuning in, this is Prayer International Radio. The website is www.prayerinternational.org. And we're talking about breakthrough prayer. We're talking about answered prayer. What's going to get results? You know what gets results? Do things God's way. You get God's results. Do things your way, and you don't get God's results. Not that much. So, well, where do you guys want to go? Why don't we sing a song? You guys want to sing a song? I kind of want to sing a song. Well, you know, I'm not quite the vocalist, actually. So, fortunately, here at the Prayer International radio show, we've kind of got that figured out. we got that covered. So, we're going to just kind of shift gears and uh, worship the Lord. So, look, if you're called to worship the Lord, this is for you. I want you to just tune in for a little bit. We're going to just kind of dip into his presence and see where he takes us. Yeah. 
Alright, welcome back to another edition of Prayer International Radio. You know, calling upon the name of the Lord, that's what we're talking about. You know, earlier I said uh, if you wanted some points, I'd give you a few, so I just popped a few off. Uh, number one, humility. And I'm going to recap. Let me tell you why humility. Listen, the humble know they need God. The humble know they need God. You know, listen to this. First Peter 5, 6 says, Humble yourself, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. First Peter 5, 6. Humility is a quality you develop in yourself. It says humble yourself. So it's something you got to develop in yourself. That's something God's going to do for you. Oh, God, give me humility now. That's something you got to do yourself. That's why God says humble yourself. Otherwise, he would say, let me humble you. And believe me, <laughs> you do not want God to humble you. <laughs> because if he does it, oh, boy. Huh? Everybody, everybody look at your neighbor and say, I'm just kidding. I don't really like it when people do that. But if you do that and you're a minister, God bless you. Because uh, that's what some people do. But uh, just say this. What were we saying? Humility. The humble admit their need for help. Humble people know they need God. Humble people rely on the voice of the Holy Spirit. They don't rely on their own voice. Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice and they know me. And the voice of a stranger, they won't follow. Sometimes you you don't you don't want to listen to yourself. You don't want to follow your own heart. Because your own heart can deceive you. So it's important to follow the word of the Lord. So humble yourself, humility. First Peter 5, 6. God will exalt you in due time. Humility is expected by God. It's expected by God. All right? That's why we humble ourselves. What else do we say? Pray more. We need to pray more. Number two. Listen, Second Chronicles 7.14 says, If my people will humble themselves and pray and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven, heal all their land. And the prayer that's made in this place, God says, that's the prayer that I hear. That's the prayer that I answer. He says, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray. See right there, God puts it in order. Hey, humble yourself. Pray. And then what? Turn from your wicked ways. Why do we not want to do that one? Why is that one so tough? Jesus said it like this. The carnal mind is enmity with God. We have a flesh. We have a flesh. Actually, that was Paul that said that. But it was his spirit in Paul. The carnal mind is enmity with God. The spirit 
wars against the flesh, and the flesh wars against the spirit. And in this life, you have a choice. That's why every day you're given a choice. Choose you this day whom you will serve. You can either choose life or death, blessing or curse. Jesus said, you follow after the spirit, it's life and peace. But if you follow after the carnal mind, it's what? Death. The wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. And you have a choice. You can do things by the Spirit. You say, well, how can I do that? You have to be born of the Spirit. And then you can do things by the Spirit. You have to become His. When I say His, I mean God. Child of the living God. You can either be a child of the devil. You say, well, I thought we were all God's children. Well, in essence, we, we are, in a sense. There's children of disobedience and there's children of obedience. And that brings us to our next point. If you're going to obey God's word, you need to know what it is. You need to know what God's word is. How are you going to know what to obey? You're going to know what the rules are. How are you going to know what to keep or what to break? And a lot of people, they don't even know what the rules are. They don't even know the plans that God has for them. They don't know the ways of God. Why? They've never heard God's word. They've never studied God's word. They've never meditated on God's word. Point number three. Listen, study, and meditate on the word of God. You want to have an overcoming prayer life? You want to have an overcoming life? Listen, study, meditate on the word of God. Psalm 1. Let's go to Psalm 1. All right. Blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. Do what? Let's look at that again. Everybody go to Psalm 1. I'm still trying to find it. All right. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, or stands in the path of sinners, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law does he meditate day and night. There's a blessing that follows Men and women that walk not in the counsel of the ungodly. You know why your life isn't going so well? Whose advice are you taking? Look at whose advice you take on a daily basis. You say, well, I don't I don't even have any friends. I don't really talk to nobody. But my life still turned out horrible. Well, what are you watching on television? Jerry Springer? Meditate on that all day. Guess what your life's going to turn out like? God forbid. 
Channel 5 News, Channel 4 News, NBC, ABC, Fox News. Most of the time it's bad news. See, we have to choose to believe the report of the Lord. We have to not take the counsel of the ungodly. We don't want to stand in the path of sinners. We don't want to sit in the feet of the scornful. We don't want to be around those that are scorning the things of God. But his delight, blessed is the man who, blessed is the woman who, their delight is in the law of the Lord. Is it your delight? Is it your pleasure? Do you actually find pleasure in the word of God? One of my mentors, he likes to hold up his Bible and tell everybody, everybody kiss your Bible. Come on now. Everybody stroke your Bible. Everybody kiss your Bible. You know why? You may think that's a little weird. You may think that's kind of strange. I, I like to refer to it as Uncommon. Like to refer to it as uncommon. But why does he do that? Because he has a love and a passion and a respect and an honor for the Word of God, just as he would as if it was a dear friend or a loved one. I know that sounds crazy, but it's the Holy Word of God. Lord, respect it. His delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law does he meditate day and night. Point number three, what is it? Listen, study, and meditate on the word of God. And you say, well, I've done Bible reading plans. And I memorized the scripture day since I was five years old. And now I'm 55. And I've been memorizing scripture for 50 years, the scripture day. Look how my life turned out. Well, are you doing it? Or are you just talking? Can you quote it? Or can you do it? There's a big difference. There's a big difference. I know how to sheetrock a wall. I know all about it. In fact, I could sit and talk about it for an hour. Give you all the details on how to sheetrock a wall. But unless I actually get out a hammer and nails, get the sheetrock out and tape measure it, chalk line, maybe I'll get some sheetrock screws, get me a sheetrock saw, and just go to town. And some mud and some tape. Let me tell you something. Just because somebody knows how to sheetrock a wall, they can tell you all about sheetrock. They can even remember what page in the book that they read about sheetrocking a wall. Doesn't necessarily mean they're sheetrocking a wall. See what I'm saying? Just because you read the Word of God, you meditate and study on it, can quote it, talk it real good. Believe me, I know all about that. 
God wants to know. Hey, Chris. Hey, Prayer International audience. Hey, Tracy. Are you doing it? Be a doer of the word, not a hearer only. New Testament. Let me give it to you in the old. You know what the old testament says? If you be willing and obedient, Isaiah one nineteen, you shall eat the good of the land. So point number four. Obey the word of God. I told you I was repetitive. I told you I I, I let everybody know ahead of time. But you're gonna remember these things and when you're in a crisis, maybe you'll actually do one of them, and then it'll get results. Maybe I'll do one of them in a crisis, and it'll bring results. Why? Sometimes we'll, we'll just skip the obedience part, because we're going to have a long talk about obedience this week. Well, point number five. Well, let's talk about obedience for a minute. Obedience. This is the deal. Nobody ever succeeds at disobeying God. Got that? Point number, let's just make that point number five for now. Nobody ever succeeds by disobeying God. It doesn't happen. I want that to stick into your mind tonight. And all day tomorrow when you're at work or at school or driving in the car or cleaning the house or running errands or shopping or whatever you do, nobody ever succeeds who disobeyed God or who disobeys God. Good to have a wife, by the way. If you're married, props. See you. If you're single, we're praying for you. And for your marriage, we're praying for you too. But uh, <laughs> my wife laughs because she knows. But you know, it's good. That's why God says it's a good thing to have a wife. My wife is my good thing. She doesn't always act like my good thing. You know, sure, I don't always act like her good thing either, but she's my good thing, you know. So no one ever succeeds in this America. This won't happen. And I know maybe I'm hammering this in. Are you getting it? Are you getting this? Are you getting this? Let's stop trying to do things our way. You know, and let's start doing things his way. No more Mises. No more Mises. As my pastor, I've got a wonderful pastor in Rockwall, Texas. It's a Generations Church. Now we're in faith, but we're still, you know, our church body is still made up of Rockwallites and Badians and Garlandites. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you'd have to come to Texas. Have you ever seen that show, King of the Hill? Uh, the cartoon that's out there that'll 
give you sort of an idea. Anyway. Well, praise God. Where are we going to go from here? Let's pray. Because we talked about prayer. And uh, let's actually do it. Amen. Let's be doers of the word. Well, Father, Lord, we just thank you tonight for your goodness. We thank you, Father, that you're working in us the ability to humble ourselves. Lord, give us the ability. Lord, give us the strength. Lord, give us the want to. Give us the want to, not just the I got to, but Lord, give us the I want to. And Lord, I just thank you, Father, for everything that you're doing tonight. We just praise you. We praise you for your goodness. Father, we ask, Lord God, to help us to pray more. Father, help us pray more. Help us pray more, Lord. Put us a spirit of intercession deep down in the recesses of our souls, Lord. Call your sons and daughters to the intercessors to pray without ceasing. And, Father, for everything, give thanks. You said this is the will of for us in Christ Jesus. This is your will for us. Lord, we thank you, Father God. Lord, we ask you, Lord, to give us a desire to study and meditate and listen to your word. Give us a desire to study and meditate and listen to your word and be one of those blessed people, Lord, that meditate day and night on your word. Father, we just declare, Lord, we will be like trees planted, and those that will meditate on your word will be like trees planted beside rivers of living water. They'll bring forth their fruit in due season, and their leaves will not wither or fade. Whatever they do will prosper. We just declare that tonight in Jesus' name, Lord. And, Father, help us to be doers of your word. Lord, we just pray, Father, tonight your kingdom come and your will be done. Father, we lift up Jerusalem tonight. Father, we pray the peace of God. Lord, that the peace of God and the provision and the prosperity of God, Lord, the protection of God, that you would protect them tonight, Lord, from any crisis in the Middle East. Lord, we pray for the United States of America, Lord, that you would bring righteousness and you would bring your church. Your church would arise in the western United States, Lord, just just bring them up. And Lord, we just thank you that your glory is covering the earth. Your glory is covering the earth like the waters cover the sea. So, Father, we just ask, Lord God, touch the nations, touch the nations, touch the nations. Father, send your missionaries, send your people, Lord. And, Lord, we just pray, Father God, uh, touch America. I believe, Father, there's more revival going on in other nations. True revival that needs to begin to take place here in this nation. The Lord shake and awake the nations of the world, Lord. We just give you praise, Father. We just thank you for your goodness, Lord. We pray for healing for anyone. It means healing in their bodies, Lord. We just declare tonight that you are a healer. You are a healer. You are a healer, Lord. By your stripes we are healed. Lord, no weapon formed to fashion against the people of God will prosper or stand. Father, we just declare right now greater is he the Holy Spirit that's within the people of God, that's within the son or daughter of God, than he that's in the world. 
But Father, you gave all authority to heal all sickness and disease. Father, you gave all authority, Lord God, that whatever we ask, according to your will, it would be done, would be given to us. And Lord, you said, believe, according to our faith, it would be done to us, according to our faith, we would be whole. So, Lord, I pray that you would just raise and increase, Lord, just an ever-increasing faith in the hearts of your people, Lord. Raise their faith. Build their faith. Build them up in their faith. The Lord God, strengthen them, Lord. Father, I pray they would not be weary in well-doing, Lord, if they would just not faint. If, they, if you just don't give up, people. Do not give up, no matter how hard it gets. It doesn't matter if you started off your day screaming. Just ended in praise. Ended in praise. And then started again screaming. Ended in praise again until it finally clicks. And then you're starting it in praise and you're ending it in praise. That's the goal. Just to be praising God. Everlasting joy. You know, we'll we'll get there eventually. It's a process. It's the testing of your faith. And it produces patience. We won't get into that whole deal. That's a whole other teaching. But look, the fire gets hot. And then after a while, you just kind of get numb to it. So... All right, praise God. Well, glory to God. Well, Father, we thank you that you're touching the nations. Look, we're going to go out with a declaration. We're going to speak to nations tonight. I want everybody to speak to nations with us.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.